Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. We're at episode 108, and this is the live lesson that I did on September 9th, 2020. It's been a pretty busy week here. I started back to school last week. And then if you've been following the podcast or the YouTube channel, you know that I was exposed to COVID. So I've been working from home. Some activities that my children are doing have started back up. So I was able to squeeze in a live lesson answering questions from viewers for about 40 minutes. My son had hockey practice and I just finished school, but I had about 40 minutes to take some questions. I would like to talk about the podcast's new sponsor, and that's italki, and they are offering a deal right now. If you check the link below in the show notes, it'll be the first link you see. Click on that if you would like to bring your English to a new level. You can get tutors on there that will help you with your English. I'm a little nervous right now, but I plan on doing that with my Italian. And when you click on that link, you will receive bonus credits after your first purchase. And I was looking on there right before recording this. There's a new English teacher on there. His name is Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, and he is literally offering his first lesson for one American dollar. You can find some great deals on italki for literally just a few dollars. So check that link out below, see what they have to offer. There are some community tutors on there that are also really cheap. That guy, Brian, he's a professional teacher, it says, but he's just starting out. So that's why there's such a good deal for him so grab that before it disappears. A lot of times, once the teachers start building up students, the prices might go up. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I think it was a fairly good one. Some really good questions came in. And I hope by the end of this podcast, you know English a little bit better. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. All right, we're going to go live right now. Let's make sure my... All right, I think everything's good. I think it's all good. Wow, I... Cecilia's here. How are you? Michelle is here. Met Michelle over the past weekend on video. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Um, a lot of people. I didn't, I didn't realize there would be so many people at 3 in the afternoon. I don't usually go this late. So, but maybe it's a good time for me. I just know I saw Mega in here. It's a little late over there. So, um, I know in Japan, not a good time, but Iran, 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 Qatar, so many people, Angelo. So I know it's late for some. Mohammed, my friend from Iraq, air traffic controller, he is here too. So, hope everybody's doing well. 
Henkel Master. I, I don't know if you're new or not. If you are, make sure you subscribe. Iran is in the house. So, um, I don't know. Emerson is wanting to share his Instagram. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> Erron, he said no. So just be careful about that. <clears throat> um, I do, speaking of Instagram though, I did put a link to my Instagram and I did a video this morning on wishy-washy. And I don't know if Zobeda is here, but let me share her site. Uh, she does a lot of great things in 724, I think it is. Especially if you're a Persian speaker. But even if you're not on her Instagram and her website that I just shared, she breaks down a lot of, sometimes she does my videos, sometimes she does uh, famous movies, but she's a good source for Instagram. Check her out. And I mentioned Ibrahim this morning. He gave me a great idea for uh, a short Instagram video. So you may want to follow me too on Instagram. So I'm going to be here for about a half an hour. I'm super excited to do this in the middle of the week. Hopefully, oh, say Zobeda is here. She is here. Uh, you know, Zobeda said thank you for promoting, but I wouldn't promote if I didn't think it was a good source for other people. You do a great job, Zobeda. I mean it. Good stuff. I think um, other people uh, can be helped out by your Instagram and your website. Don't let the Persian scare you. Just if you're not a native Persian speaker, I don't think it matters. I was looking over uh, her stuff and you can learn a lot, a lot. All right, so Erroni is here, welcome. Oh, Joanne, maybe this is a good time for you in Canada. I think Joanne, we, and myself, we're on the same time zone, so. Basically, if you are new here, yeah, Mary, let's do this. If you're new here, the way it goes is for usually an hour. I just don't have an hour this afternoon, but for about 40 minutes or so, I will take your questions about American culture and about learning English. And I am excited. I'm going to have to try not to speak too quickly. I did a poll on the community tab and most people said the way I speak is, is just right. But if you like when I speak a little bit more quickly or when Jamie speaks a little more quickly, you might like today. Got a lot of energy. I'm excited to be here. I might speak a little more quickly. So Mary is wondering about far-fetched. Far-fetched. So we say that when we think it's not possible or it's unlikely. So maybe if I claimed the coronavirus will be completely erased by October, you might say, ooh, that's a bit far-fetched. Like, I don't think that's gonna happen. So we use that when it's unlikely to happen. Um, maybe, let's see, uh, somebody is telling you a lie. You know, little kids, they love to stretch the truth. That's another way. Stretch the truth. So we might say that is equal to far-fetched. 
far-fetched. Uh, they stretch the truth. Is it a lie? Is it a little bit of uh, embellishment? That's, that's a big English word, embellishment. All right, Mary, I hope that, I hope that helps. Rod is here from Brazil. I believe it's an hour earlier for Rod. We have another wishy-washy. What's that? Oh, I made a video on wishy-washy. And I know Rod complimented me. Rod is always good to me. He compliments me a lot. Uh, we have another wishy-washy. What's that? Another wishy-washy. We have another for wishy-washy. I don't know. But wishy-washy, yeah, Fabio's here. Buongiorno. Probably buonasera. Buonasera, amico mio. Madi is here. Met Madi over the weekend. So nice to see you. Daniel is here. Yeah, so Joanne and myself are on the same time zone. Ibrahim. I mentioned Ibrahim in the video today. He gave me a great idea for a YouTube video, but I had a couple extra words, so I've made them um, on the Instagram. But they are crazy words that are actually English words, like wishy-washy and skedaddle. Like, yeah, it's a good, good one, Ibrahim, good one. Um, I think Mahdi said, I hope you spend a, a value time with Guy. Okay, we, um, my family and I have been together a lot these past couple months, and it's kind of crazy. I am home by myself, so I'm not spending any valuable time with my family. Uh, Jamie is at the store getting some new school clothes, and my two children are visiting a neighbor who just got a, a new puppy. They want to get a puppy, but I have some allergies. I keep saying no. <clears throat> oh, Angelo, look at this. I think I put this, uh, this might've been on my Instagram too. So if I thought more people would like it, I would do a whole bunch of uh, cities in New England that have really weird pronunciations. But Angelo is wondering about Yarmouth. That's how we say it. I will be going to Yarmouth um, at four o'clock because my son has hockey in Yarmouth. But I think last week there was a beautiful sunset and it was from Yarmouth. So that's one of those you can't pronounce. You would think it's Yarmouth, but it's Yarmouth. Yarmouth, more like Yarmouth, maybe, maybe. Uh, so, Feel free to ask questions right in the chat. If I happen to miss it, I'm sorry. Just ask it again. No problem, Angelo. And um, if you wanna highlight my name, like at me, I might see it. Semiconductor devices had. Um, is wondering about my opinion on back to school. And Ivana is a teacher, I think a Polish teacher, right? A teacher of Polish. Um, I'm glad we're going back to school. I think students really need to go back to school. Um, but yeah, there's a little danger, semiconductor. There's a little danger. So 
He's also asking how I spent my last week. My test was negative. I put that on uh, the community tab. Thank you for all the well wishes. A lot of people said, and I never felt badly. So I was pretty sure it was going to come back negative, but I don't know if we will have in-person learning in two months when flu and cold season comes around. We call it flu and cold season in the Northern Hemisphere when it's winter and everybody has a cold or the flu. I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. I don't know if we can still do in-person classes. Ivana, best of luck with in-person classes. Nori from Hungary is here. Go, so nice to see you, Nori. Okay, Fabio is wondering, what's the difference between footage and feed? Okay. So many people might be thinking of like, oh, when you feed yourself, we're talking about food. But the way Fabio used it, you're gonna talk about footage and feed, probably with the news. So if there is an event that happens, they might say, let's take a look at the footage, and that would be the actual film, what was caught, the incident that was caught on tape. They might say that tape. But also feed could be, um, it's just like the, if there is a sporting event and you could just say, oh, the feed is a little fuzzy. The feed is a little fuzzy. So if it's not coming in that clear, the feed is actually the video when it gets transferred you know, electrically over wires. So footage is usually not live. Footage has already been filmed, but the feed is usually live, if that makes any sense. It's not the traditional way we think of feed, but Fabio, I, I think that's what you're asking. I hope that helps. Feed, usually live. Footage, already been filmed. Try to make that as simple as possible. Good question, good questions. Mary is congratulating Zobeda on her successful Instagram page. Aroni is wondering from Rod, is it cold in Brazil? I think there's a lot of um, Northern Hemisphere people, but I know Daniel and Rod are getting ready for at least fall. No, spring, right? We're getting ready for winter. They're getting ready for summer, but it's at the end of their winter. Oh, and Rod, you said it's pleasant. I think he said it's pleasant there. Good. Oh, Mary says that she has tea on her desk and she's watching Brent live. Oh no, Michelle. Lots of homework. Yeah, my daughter today had, um, we call it step up day. So when students are going to a school for the first time, so like freshmen in high school, they might say freshman step up day. So my daughter had her step up day. It was like her introduction to high school and students at my school 
in the seventh grade, that's their first year at my school, they had step up day, but I can't visit in person till next week because of my close contact with somebody who had COVID. And I believe he's feeling better. Uh, Mega is wondering, when do you use transform? Okay. So trans means across usually, trans across. So anybody from Russia, the Trans-Siberian Railroad, that's what we call it. The railroad goes across, across Siberia. So to transform would mean to change shape or to change form. So you might think of it as shape. So sometimes it's usually women, not always, but in the United States, we have these like transformation shows where they will take a person who looks kind of plain and then they'll put makeup on them and give them new clothes and then they'll totally transform. They will look like a different person. So you might think of like a caterpillar when they are born and young they will eventually, with time, they will transform into a butterfly. So it just means changing shape. Did you guys ever have, I don't know, when I was a kid, we had transformers. It was a type of um, a toy that might be a robot, but then it could transform into a car, something like that. So Mega, I hope that helps. Transform, basically, change shape. Cecilia, I skipped your question. Remember, I never skip questions. I just miss them. I just miss them. And you highlighted my name and everything. Mohammed is wondering why in the US football is called soccer. As I've been teaching people from around the world, I've realized that Americans just like to be different. We want to make life difficult. So everybody else uses kilometers around the world. We'll stick with miles. We'll make it difficult. Um, you all probably use Celsius. We'll make it difficult. We'll use Fahrenheit. So I don't know. I mean, we just, I wish we could just be like everyone else. Americans, right? Aroni Americans. All right, Cecilia, where? Daniel would like me to plug him. Hey, Daniel is a member. I'll give him a little special treatment. Follow Daniel. Daniel is also a teacher uh, of English. So I don't know. I'll plug him. I'll plug him. Daniel. He made my channel banner too. So plug away. Uh, I'm looking for Cecilia's. Can you ask it again? Wait, I got it. I got it. Please give me your own American version for the following. I relax at lunchtime with my coworkers. I mean, we might say that in the US, we totally could. Um, I personally might say at lunchtime, at lunch, I chill. I use chill quite a bit, I like that. A lot of people my age for relaxing, we might say chill. So at lunch, I chill. I would say coworkers though. 
Something like that. Something like that. Michelle Brent, is there any specific word to emphasize the fact that the school specializes in one certain subject like math or physics, not a comprehensive? Wow, okay. Yeah, we might, as I get comfortable in the chair, we might call that a magnet school. Yeah, magnet school. There's a, there's a very famous magnet school in Northern Maine. So it's pretty rural, not a lot of people around the school, but it's famous because it specializes in math and science, math and science. So a magnet school, there are some schools in bigger cities that might specialize in the arts. So if you go there, you're in, you're in high school, maybe you want to be an artist or a dancer or an actor when you grow up. So you might go to a magnet school that specializes in the arts. Um, Muhammad just mentioned the MIT. Yeah, well, MIT is a college that yeah, specializes in like technology. It's an acronym and it stands for, I don't know how to spell Massachusetts, I'll abbreviate, Massachusetts um, Institute of Technology. I could probably use spell check, but yeah, Massachusetts, MIT, one of the best schools in the world for mathematics. Oh, Daniel is talking about that sunset. I think that was last week in Yarmouth. Oh, it's gorgeous. My son Ace was putting his hockey bag in the car. He was like, look at that sunset. I was like, oh my gosh. Had to snap a picture, put it on Instagram. If anybody wants to follow me on Instagram, I'll promote myself, Instagram. Once I reach 10,000 followers, it might take a while. I can use YouTube stories, like I'm using Instagram right now for short lessons. But if I put a two minute lesson up on this YouTube page, some people might think, what, why, why is this guy putting up another video? I don't wanna see videos from this guy all the time. So I try to space it out, try to space it out. Uh, Ibrahim is wondering, am I going to go live this time every week? I don't know if, you know, there are, what, 38 people here. It seems like a lot of people from my channel are here. So if this is a good time for people, I could do it in the middle of the week once school starts. I'm pretty sure I could. I'm going to try. Nori, speaking to a fellow Hungarian, I didn't realize Aniko was studying three languages. Wow. Mixa, welcome. Mixa Art, how are you? Welcome. Oh, 
Oh yeah, Semiconductor Devices is talking about Jamie. Yeah, Jamie wants to do another live stream for sure. The past couple of weekends, this next weekend also, she will be um, out of state for my son's hockey. So, but she definitely wants to do one. Um, Fabio is wondering, scoop up, pick up, do they have the same meaning? It could be. Now, if you were in a car and you're like, I need to pick up my son, that means he's at a place and he'll get in the car and you might take him home. But if like some toys have dropped on the ground, maybe your kids dropped some Legos. Have you ever stepped on a Lego? Really hurts. You could say, oh, we need to scoop up these Legos. We need to pick up these Legos. Yeah, in that case, same thing. Uh, Angelo is wondering if I could uh, differentiate, which is a great verb to say, what are the differences? So can I differentiate between able to do something and capable to do something? And I don't think I can. I think those two verbs, or, sorry, adjectives, adjectives are the same. Yeah, I am capable of speaking English. I am able to speak English. So you might have to use a different preposition there. Um, I am able to drink water. I am capable of drinking water. Um, so maybe I'm able to, I am capable of, but they both mean you are able to do something. And if you want to say no, you would say unable, and you would have to go not capable. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. Cecilia is saying Chomsky is from MIT, is he? Gnome? Right, and that is named, it's not Norm, it's Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. Madi is wondering, is fancy the same as high class? Yeah, it totally is. And the British might say posh, it's so posh. But yeah, fancy, high class, same thing. Semiconductor Devices is wondering, do you think COVID has some effect on the presidential, uh, the presidential race? Oh, absolutely. So most of the time, I, I saw Mary, I'll get right to that. Most of the time, even the president would be campaigning, even though he has a job, would be campaigning at rallies. Rallies are when a lot of people come and support their favorite person to become president, call them the candidate. And now president, the candidates are not really having rallies, not the big ones like we used to see at soccer stadiums or ice hockey arenas. So in that way it has, um, I don't know if there are going to be any debates most of the time, the two presidential candidates get together for three debates before the election. Uh, and then the actual voting 
might be affected because more people are going to vote with a write-in ballot. So instead of going to the polls, I, sorry, I spelled that wrong. Instead of going to the polls, most people will use a write-in ballot, meaning they will ask the government to send them a ballot so they can vote, and then they will mail it in. So yeah, it will definitely affect it. Uh, Mary was asking about um, every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah, it sounds kind of funny. Um, and to be honest, we don't use it that often anymore. That word, that name Dick, um, can sometimes make people not want to use it because it could stand for something else. I'm sure you all know. Uh, but like my parents' generation might say it or my grandparents, but it just means everybody. Um, and it's usually probably not a, <coughs> excuse me, not a good thing, but I don't know, maybe if you have a, uh, a new car and maybe it's a little too high class for your neighborhood or a little too fancy, maybe every Tom, Dick and Harry would have an opinion on your new car. So it just means everybody. And at one time, Tom, Dick, and Harry were popular names, but now those are mostly boomer names, right? Mostly. Oh, look at, look. Krala, Krala, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Giving me some love, promoting me, saying hit the thumbs up. I mean, YouTube likes it when you hit the thumbs up. So thank you. Thank you for helping me out. Anna is, Anna is here. I think you wrote something in the comments that I wanted to make an Instagram lesson on. I think it would have been a question I could answer quickly, but it might be hard to answer in the comments. I think I took a screenshot on it, but thank you for, I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, Man, I need to, I need to, I need to think about that. That was a good question. Um, Joanne is wondering, I wonder for the word often, Google Translate doesn't pronounce the T, like listen. Yeah, the T is weird, isn't it? So I think I do pronounce it though. I often listen to music. Often, uh, but later, Did you, was that the other one? No, listen, listen, silent T. And if you saw that last video I made about butter, like it's spelled with T's, but it's pronounced with a D. So often, I say that often, listen, and butter. Uh oh, I just got a comment on the the butter video, actually. J Javed, I believe, is how you pronounce his name. He's, he was talking about Persian. He should be in the chat right now. So Beta, he, he needs your sight. Oh, Michelle is wondering, the devil looks after his own. What does that mean? We don't, we don't use that that often. But I would have to think that 
if something bad happens and it's able to happen, we might use that like, oh, it's because the devil let him do it or something. So I think that's what that means. Somebody might use that term when something bad happens. So they might say, oh, the devil looks after his own, meaning like that's why it happened because of the devil. But um, I don't think we, we use that that often. Hope that helps. Um, Alina, some new names in the chat. So maybe 3 p.m. works better for some people. Uh, what books do students read in American high schools? What kind of assignments do they do after reading? So a lot of times the American classics will be, uh, will be assigned. A couple of books that are common would be The Scarlet Letter by Nathaniel Hawthorne. Very difficult book. I really liked it, but I didn't like it in high school. I liked it as an adult because it is hard. Um, what else? The Old Man and the Sea. Uh, who wrote that? Um, was it Steinbeck? Maybe Cecilia knows. I think it was Steinbeck. That's often assigned. Shakespeare. So I believe your junior year, your 11th grade year, English will be British, will be British English. And Shakespeare is assigned quite a bit. For the assignments, they might have to write a, uh, we would call it an essay on it, where they describe how it made them feel. They might talk about certain themes in the book, like what the author's message was. So sometimes they can act out a scene from the book. Just depends on the teacher. Nori is wondering, does bite the dust mean to lose? Yeah, and bite the dust could also mean to die too. Possibly to die. Like, oh, Tom, man, last week he bit the dust. He died. But yeah, it could be... Uh, like if a store goes out of business. Oh, Anna, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate that. Um, you might say that store bit the dust, bit the dust, store bit the dust. Thank you, Anna, I appreciate that. Erroni. Uh, <laughs> This morning, the news, I mean, I don't wanna to get too much into politics, but the Nobel Peace Prize, I, mean, I don't think that's so far-fetched. Did, did you hear it? Far-fetched, I just used that. Because listen, the, um, so, yeah, I don't wanna to get too political, but Donald Trump in the past couple of weeks has actually brought a couple people couple like countries together that you would think would never get together. So who was it? Israel and the United Arab Emirates got together at the White House, had a deal, and then um, Serbia and uh, was it Croatia? A couple of former um, Yugoslavian countries got together and made peace. 
So I'm like, I don't know, man, maybe it would be weird, but maybe not that far-fetched. And I believe who else is, is in talks with Israel to become, at least to start having uh, like relations, like maybe some trade going on. So yeah, I don't want to talk too much about politics, but I mean, like maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Nicholas uh, says Shakespeare, definitely. Yeah, even in middle school, uh, two years ago, I taught the play A Midsummer Night's Dream. So that was a, uh, that was a good play. And some of my eighth graders who are more advanced can handle Shakespeare as long as I give them a lot of advice, you know, a lot of help along the way. Yes, Daniel, I will. Jamie, Jamie needs to come back. Oh, oh, Mary. Yeah, that's why I don't wanna um, talk too much about politics. But of course, Mary and Iran, you know, the, the Trump, the United States and Iran have had a complicated relationship. I hope peace, I would love to be able to visit Iran, you know, without having to worry about visas. And it would be nice if we, wouldn't it be nice if we could all get along? I don't always agree with the American government. Oh my gosh, Anna. I will answer this. You gave me a super chat. So um, you can look at it two ways. Before Trump came into office, US North Korean relationship was very bad. It was like nuclear war, is it gonna happen? And for whatever reason, and we don't hear about it anymore. Now, I don't know, what's the uh, leader in North Korea's name? Is it Kim Il, Kim Il Jong? Do we have any North Koreans in the chat right now? Uh, probably not. Um, is he dead? Like, that's the news we keep hearing. So he's dead. So the relationship with the US and North Korea is a little better, but are they making nuclear weapons now? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> oh, Javid is here. Thank you for the comment on the butter. I, I didn't get to read it all, but you mentioned something about Persian. I will. Oh man, we, we should trade. I will come stay at your house. You come stay at my house, okay? Angelo says he's not dead. Okay, I trust Angelo. He might have some inside sources. <laughs> and Adoroni says it's 2020. I mean, right. Who knows what is possible? Yes, Zobeda. That's what I've heard that um, as long as I have a, a tour guide, but I used to watch a guy, I still do. He just doesn't make videos much anymore because of COVID, uh, Indigo Traveler. And he visited Iran and it just looked like a beautiful place. The mosques just, uh, I would love to visit. The people seem so nice. He isn't dead. Okay, Anna knows he's not dead. 
I mean, Michelle, I don't think, if, if you are from North Korea, just say hi in the comments, if you would, please, in the chat. Poor North Korea. All right, I'm looking back through some more questions. I see. Constantine, I gotcha. I gotcha. Way back here. Can I make up some sentences with the words presume and assume? Great question. Jeez, are these that different? Okay, so when we say pre, take a look. It means before. So it's almost like when you're judging something before it happens. So why do you presume that I don't like you, you might say to somebody, because they think that you don't like them. Why would you guess? Why would you presume that I don't want to go to the movies tonight? You didn't ask me. And assume is really like the same. Assume is when you guess at a person. Sometimes it's not correct. Sometimes when we say um, assume, okay, watch this. Assume. It, we have a saying is like when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. So in English, we often say you should never assume. That's when you guess about somebody. You should never assume. Uh oh, this is so fun, but I literally have to leave and like. Two minutes, I just heard my son come home. We have to go to Yarmouth for his hockey practice. Uh, Joanne is wondering, do we say cab or do we say taxi? I would probably 50-50. Yep. Cab and taxi, pretty much interchangeable. 50-50, really. Alvi, hey, welcome back. Kaput. We also use that in English, kaput. And it just means like if your car breaks down, if it totally dies on you, you could say, oh, I need a new car. My car just went kaput. I didn't know that was German, but we use it often. We use it often. Wow, kaput, I guess is also used in Hungary. Nori is saying. Emerson is wondering uh, about the pronunciation of at and in. And I'm sure when native speakers are just speaking, we don't really pronounce these that well, but I need to leave in about a minute because I need to take my son to hockey practice. It's at Yarmouth. Uh, I could also say it's in Yarmouth too. It's at the hockey arena in Yarmouth. So, but those are such short words that I'm sure when we are just rolling with our English, we don't pronounce them very well. Um, man, Michelle is wondering, a, a rag and bone man, we do not use that in the United States. To me, it sounds like a rag and bone man, 
might mean somebody who's poor, like they dress in rags and they might not have enough to eat so you can see their bones, but I'm not sure. All right, I do need to go. Anna, thank you for that super chat. It is awesome. Might buy some more equipment. I want a, I want a new microphone. I might buy that. Um, I don't know. My favorite book right now, actually for uh, his birthday, Aroni. I got him a book for his birthday. How do you like that, Aroni? Um, it's called The Hate You Give. Who asked that? Anna is wondering. Oh, Anna, she gave me the super chat. I got to answer her question. Uh, the Hate You Give is my favorite book of the last couple years. And it talks about, um, you know, racial injustice. <coughs> Excuse me. Allergies and police shootings and stuff like that. It's, it's a really good book. And I don't think it's that difficult but it might be like a seventh or eighth grade um, like level. So 13, 14 year old. Hey, you got, oh, Aroni says he likes it. Uh, have you finished it yet? All right, you guys, thank you. Luke, thank you. Ivana, Poland is in the house. Um, these are some of my um, most enjoyable hours of the week. I love getting together with you guys, making it think like I might be helping you with your English in some way. Madi, <laughs> I need to change up those emojis. So thank you guys so much. And I don't know, maybe tomorrow at three, if it's convenient for you, I, I might be able to go tomorrow too. But I don't wanna fill up your feed too much with uh, American English with this guy. I know there are a lot of other awesome channels out there. Ciao, I need to pronounce that J better, but ciao from Brazil. Mm -hmm. Welcome, thank you all. If you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. I'll see you later, Celia. Angelo, see you guys. What, Trump, what? Semi, yoj, <laughs> semiconductor, yoj. All right, 